Oh, it didn't do the right transition. Whatever. <laughs> we skipped the 10 minutes today, uh, the 10-minute waiting period, and I didn't have the right transition loaded up. What a morning. Welcome, everybody, to the 33rd episode of the Rogue Transmission. I'm Jeff. And this is Dom. Good morning, everybody. Uh, yeah, and I'm back. I feel better after uh, not being here last week. Uh, I, I just woke up uh, last Sunday, and... You know, I I am of the, uh, the the white people, and we do not have the best stomachs, uh, and so I'm I think I just had some some bad some bad chicken or something. I hope it wasn't the chicken. I really hope because I want to go back and eat that chicken again. But uh, I guess we'll find out at, at at that point. But that that is why I was not here last week. Feeling better this week. I also got a haircut, which is due, which is lovely i'm very happy about that looks good thank you and i just got out of bed so you know, <laughs> uh, with yesterday's pomade still in there you know <laughs> anyways uh yeah so we're gonna talk about things and stop yeah. um, oh uh, just just real quick you know christian is not here today not because he no longer didn't want to be on the show he's actually out of town for the weekend uh, so we'll hopefully see him next week. Yeah. Uh, worked out last week, because if I was out last week, there just wouldn't have been an episode. So, yeah. you know, I'm glad we were able to to do that. Uh, uh, yeah, so speaking of... I don't have a good transition for this. Uh, Dom and I got our second uh, COVID vaccine doses this week, this past week. Um, and I want to talk about it, because I just think it's... It's funny uh, mm-hmm. because we both had opposite reactions to it. We both got the same shot. We both got Pfizer, but we, I, I was, I was fine. I, in fact, I was better the second time than I was the first time. You know, after the first dose, my arm was like really sore, and it took like a couple days for that to go away. You know, it was to the point where I couldn't even like lift my arm past here. But after the second dose, I was just like, oh, it feels like sore, but not that bad. And like, I'm already mm-hmm. like good to go. But Dom, how, what was your reaction? Oh, man. It's like I got hit by a car or something. But um, yeah, so with the sore arm, that was definitely me. Like, I really couldn't lift it up higher. It, it did hurt a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so I got the chills. I... My entire body was in pain, especially joint pain. My lower back was killing me. And then I had a fever on and off for like 12, 15 hours. So basically my whole experience started like the night of at a, close to midnight. And I, I knew something was going to happen because I started getting chills. And I went to bed and I was like trying to huddle up with my wife because I was like, I'm cold. And we, had, we got a second blanket. And try falling asleep and it was the weirdest thing um i remember being like in and out of rem sleep having this i'm gonna nerd out i was having like this star wars dream and i felt like i was like in a, like this medical bay and like they were treating me for this intense fever and i remember feeling really hot in the dream and that was and also in a lot of pain and i was and i knew it was like coming in and out of sleep it was the weirdest thing and then ultimately like i guess two hours had passed by I finally woke up, but I was so out of it. I felt like a part of me was still in the dream, but I knew I was in bed awake and I was looking around 
It was the weirdest experience. But I couldn't fall asleep again because that, that's how much pain I was in. And I was I was just super, super hot. And but what was odd was that I took my temperature. I was like 98.6. Like I was right at the normal body temperature. And yet I physically felt hot. It was weird. So ultimately, I finally took Tylenol. The pain kind of subsided. And after about another hour or two, I managed to fall back asleep. Uh, but still, even my anxiety was going through the roof. I was like, ah, shit, like what the hell's going on kind of thing, right? And uh, I woke up again around 7 or 8, and I already knew I'm not going to work today. I, I'm not going to be able to clock in. Like I'm just too much pain. I felt like shit. Uh, so I just updated the work calendar. I'm like, out of office. That's it. I'm I'm out. And sure enough, throughout the day, still have pains i couldn't lay sit up comfortably for like longer than five minutes i was constantly turning to my sides and whatnot um and then like i went to the living room and i just watched tv like i didn't even want to play a game uh that's just how uncomfortable i was and then even my wife was like do you want me to come home because she went to work i'm like no like just just stay home like i can manage I'm a man i can take care of myself <laughs> man i'm the complete opposite when i'm sick i'm like a full-on baby status but um and then like i didn't even want to get anything to eat i just had like some leftover pizza and that's all i wanted because it was so easy to make and that's it um and then thankfully at about five in the afternoon i started feeling better um like i remember at one point or maybe it was, yeah i remember at one point I just felt energized and like I could walk around just fine. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I can start my day. I did dishes. Like I felt comfortable enough to do dishes. I took a shower and then like two hours later, I'm like, ah, shit, here we go again. Like all the pain came back. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a weird phase thing. Uh, to make a longer story short, uh, you know, Friday came around. So, and then Saturday still has some lower back pain. Um, still kind of feel it now, but it's very, very minimal. Thankfully. But yeah, dude, it just kicked my ass. It oh man, that's crazy. I, I like just the the different reactions that people have had. I think aside from the sore arm, like because I was after what you told me, and I've heard people having you know like getting sick after the vaccine. This this is normal. This is like mm. normal vaccine stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. You know, I I like I got everyone prepared. Like yo, I might not come into work tomorrow because I'm getting my second dose and you know everyone's having these reactions and and I heard I think you told me like did you say yours came around at like nine o'clock at night sort of thing like 9 30 ish mine came out at 11 30 and I heard two different things where it's like you know, you'll start if you're gonna feel any kind of like reaction it's gonna be eight to 12 hours after that shot and mine was about the 12 hour mark because I got mine at like 11 in the morning and my chills came in at about eleven thirty. yeah i got mine at 9 30 in the morning and i i remember like throughout the day i'm like i'm ready for it i'm i'm, I'm watching the clock i'm like i'm i'm waiting to feel something and I, i'm doing stuff throughout the day i was doing some like yard work and stuff and, and so i i had not even like a full-on headache but like the hovering of a headache it's like the feeling of like it's there i can feel its presence if i do something wrong and i don't take care of myself then this is going to escalate 
but that's mm. also normal for for me i i get migraines uh i wouldn't say frequently but you know like at least once a month usually i'll experience a pretty bad migraine where i'm just like you know uh incapacitated you know it's like i can't do anything um and they escalate within like 10 minutes like once i feel it it's like within 10 minutes i can go from like oh i kind of i'm hurting to like i need to lie down and like get away from everything um and so i was like okay like this is gonna start never did i just like it just kind of hung there all day and then i I ate dinner and i was i was fine and like i i nine o'clock came around i'm like i'm ready like if anything is gonna happen it's gonna happen right now and, and, and nothing. I was just, I was fine. I fully expected to have to take a sick day the next day. And then I was like, nope, I got, gotta, gotta go into work. I, I'm not, Man. I'm not sick. Um, I shouldn't be complaining and I'm not complaining, but <laughs> you know. It, it's so just surprising considering like how the reactions that I got and the stories are going out there, especially to like people who got the Moderna vaccine. Uh, two of my friends, they both got the Moderna one and they felt like crap after it. And one of them, uh, I actually hung out with them on Wednesday, or not Wednesday, Thursday. And, um, and they're, they're like, Dom, did you like feel exhausted? Did you like knock out? Cause like the Moderna one knocked me out. I still slept for like 14 hours straight. And I was like, lucky you, I got no sleep. Like I was in so much pain. I couldn't fall asleep. It's like, I, w- I would have rather been knocked out than to be experiencing all of this pain you know yeah but it, i mean hey we we you got through it we're both vaccinated now fully back well we have the second dose you're not classified as fully vaccinated until two weeks after the second dose so i think i i looked at the calendar and it's on i think may 31st will be the day that we are classified well that i'm classified as fully vaccinated you you'll be done a, a couple days sooner yeah. um what is it oh no it, it's uh may 20 oh gosh may 28th is when i will be fully vaccinated and may 26th is when you'll be fully vaccinated uh which ultimately means very little right now except yay we don't have to live in constant fear anymore and you know uh you can go around without wearing a mask uh excluding places that still require you to wear it so Hmm. you can go about your business move along yeah and like there's a part of me i've been and i know a lot of other people are working through this kind of conundrum of like okay we're fully vaccinated cdc guidelines are saying you can go without a mask in pretty much any scenario i think like unless you are like on top of each other in a very enclosed crowded space if unless you're in that situation you can go without a mask uh now it's it's important to note that states you know like here in california we still have a mask mandate so technically on the state level we're still required to wear masks regardless um not that they enforce it but you know there's that that uh conundrum of like do we now that we're fully vaccinated, go without masks uh, in following the CDC guidance? Or do we just keep wearing masks now because of, like, there's a social pressure of, of wearing them, right? Because many of us, including myself, believe that, yes, if you know, you should wear a mask. And, like, we have been preaching this whole mask thing for over a year now. So 
But you can't tell if somebody's vaccinated or not. You can't just be like, oh, they're not wearing a mask. They're fully vaccinated. I mean, most of us, at least me, when I see somebody not wearing a mask, I'm like, oh, they're, they don't want to wear a mask. That kind of sucks. You know, I mean, if it's outdoors, it's kind of whatever right now. But, you know, indoors and stuff, it's like, ah, oh, you know, you people should really be wearing a mask. So it's like there's this social pressure thing that, you know, when is it the right time to not to not wear a mask um and i, th- I think I've, I've sort of been like okay i'm gonna follow the cdc guidelines and you know outdoors and, and stuff like when i don't when it's not required by a business i'm probably not gonna wear a mask because we have to get out of this at some point you know and as much as it sucks that i know people will look at me and be like hey that person's an anti-masker these are people i'm never going to interact with so it doesn't matter and i'm always going to carry one with me in case I'm in like an indoor setting that doesn't require one and somebody I'm with is like, hey, you know, you should be wearing a mask. It's like, oh, you know, if that makes you feel more comfortable, sure. Why not? You know, like I'm still going to be amenable to that. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be an interesting period of, you know, when are we going to go back to normal, so to speak? And I know Fauci and other people said, you know, we're never going to go back to how things were. We're going to go back to a new normal and even you and i have discussed that there are things that happen in in history where the norm has always changed like after 9 11 things changed after ebola things changed you know just one thing after another right and so what is this new normal going to be i feel like after for for a good while probably another couple years minimum is we're still going to have a lot of people carrying masks around like you, you know, probably, you know, just in case or wearing them. And that's going to be the thing. And the next generation of people, the kids that maybe are just born toddlers that don't know exactly what's going on. They're going to grow up not really worrying about masks, maybe, or that's going to be their norm. Right. And they're always going to have one handy (laughs) kind of like, carrying a condom around for guys or girls, you know, just in case it's good to have one just in case kind of thing. And later on, there's going to be people that are not going to know what the hell happened. And they're going to be like, Oh, what? This was the thing. Oh, well, Oh, well, kind of thing. Um, so it's, it's going to be kind of weird. I think for, for a while, um, I, I feel like his, even like looking back at the, the Spanish flu in 1918, they said that that pandemic lasted about three years, I think. Maybe at most five. I think it was three. And people were wearing masks all the time. And they didn't get out of anything for until the early 1920s. And then I think that's what started the Roaring Twenties. Because everyone was like, hey, we're finally out. Things are back to normal. Let's go party hard kind of thing. So I feel like maybe hmm, mid-20s here, that's where things would be like, hey, we're finally out of this, right? Uh, I- I'm just worried about all the drama that comes out as a result of the pandemic, a lot of the political stuff. And then we saw, saw the riots and all that stuff. Like it, the spotlight has been hitting a lot of other things and I'm tired of seeing all that drama. And I feel like that's not going to change for, for a good bit. Yeah. Well, so I've I've seen jokes about like, are we going to have our own roaring, roaring twenties? Cause literally we're in the twenties. So it's just like, it's funny. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I've always thought about this new normal idea. I've honestly kind of come to hate that term, the new normal. It's like, oh, we're not going to go back to normal. We have a new normal. 
Shut up. There's no normal. The normal, the norm always changes, okay? So this is back to normal, okay? Calm down. All of you philosophers out there. Uh, <laughs> but I, I honestly, I don't know how much things are going to change. Because I like to believe that masks are going to be more integrated in our society like they are in other countries. Where if you are sick, you are going to wear a mask to help to not spread the your whatever you have, right? I would like that to become normal. I think that's that benefits everybody, right? It's like if I if I have a a cold or flu or something, you should stay home. But you know, or or like I'm just like kind of like like a fever, you know. It's like I could still go to work uh, and whatnot, but I'm gonna wear a mask just so I don't accidentally get other people sick, right? I I would like that to become normal. But given how masks have been received, at least here in the United States, I I just I don't know. Like, people are clawing at the wall, right, at the door, whatever expression you want to use, to get out of this pandemic, to get back mm-hmm. to, to, to normal, to what life used to be, to throw the masks away, right? Even people who, like myself, are like, yeah, I don't mind wearing a mask, I think it's good, um, still, like, I don't want to wear it all the time, you know? Like, I, I know very few people who actually, who actually like to wear masks on a normal basis. I will say it's nice to, you know... <laughs> be able to this is a really weird thing when i go to like lowe's or something and i'm trying like if you've ever had to shop at a hardware store you know it's a nightmare things are everywhere mm-hmm. and, and the way that i work through problems sometimes is actually like talking but not like with my voice more like just moving my mouth like i'm talking to figure out a problem be like you know like, where, 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 where's this thing i need to go like that oh, you know, <laughs> something like that, just to myself, and to be able to do that because I'm wearing a mask and nobody can see. That's great. I, <laughs> I love it. Uh, but like, I don't want to wear a mask anymore. I'd like to be able to go into you know a restaurant and not have to worry about wearing a mask. So, I I, I honestly feel like we're gonna just go back to the way things were, and we're gonna constantly have this this reminder of what once was. Um, but you know, as long as the vaccines are a thing and and people get the vaccines and and it doesn't really escalate and we can keep up with it. Like if anything, I think the new normal is going to be, we have one more vaccine that we need to take, or that's going to be recommended to take. Some people will take it. Some people won't. Uh, but hopefully we'll get to the point where it doesn't really matter. You know, there's enough people like with the flu, right? There's enough people taking the flu, the flu vaccine to where, it's not a big deal anymore, right? But uh, right now, we're still in like the beginning stages of that. So it's very important for people to get the COVID vaccine so we can get to that point. Um, well, the problem is, you know, this whole experience has really been taken out of proportion on both the political and health landscape. The whole health thing has been politicized, Um especially with the Trump being in office and all that controversy, the things that he was doing, he was saying, and Fauci's the CDC, like this time period is just so crazy because now it's just like, well, who do you trust? Who do you go to? You know, people, some people say, well, trust the science. Well, the people that are in those scientific positions they're like retracting previous statements or changing things up. And it's, it's like this whole war in that landscape that I feel like the public doesn't 
trust those in power, whether it's political figures like Trump, Biden, whomever those, and those at the CDC, the health officials, just because of a lot of like questionable things that they're doing and saying. There's a lot of conflict. And then it, looking then at the state level, governors are doing different things. You got Texas, they're like, nope, we're completely getting rid of masks. And then you got, uh, you got here in California, uh, they're like, nope, we're still going to implement masks and blah, 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 blah. And then there's now whole Governor Newsom recall issues. Just like there's so much stuff going on that I feel like this is now the norm and that that's not going to go away for a while. Like people are just so aggravated for different reasons. And like even the whole vaccine, there are a lot of people that don't trust it. A lot of people that do. Despite me getting it, I still don't trust it 100%. I did it to calm my, my wife, to calm those around me, to at least, you know what? People are going to feel safe around me health-wise. And I'm hoping that overall it works. Hopefully there's not any crazy long-term problems with these new vaccines. And then for me, I'm just, I think that's probably the most thing, most anxious thing about the situation right now. There's just so much crap around it and we're not going to get out of it on top of everything else that's going on in the world. And I just want to be out of it. I just want things to go back to normal where we can like hang out and we can relax. We can have a good time and not just be so enveloped in the drama of the news and what's being out there right now. Yeah. In, in terms of the, the scientific stuff, I, I would say I'm one of those people who's like, you know, try and, and believe in, in the, the science because that's as close to fact as you can get. And, mm -hmm. and one thing to remember is that, like, yeah, the scientific community is going to backtrack on some statements because science is always evolving, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what we knew about the the COVID vaccines six months ago is completely different than what we know now, right? Mm -hmm. Six months ago, they were saying, yeah, if you get the vaccine, still wear a mask because we don't know how it transmits. Now, we know that the vaccine works really well to combat transmission, right? It's not 100%, of course, but it's really good, right? Um, and so, like, science is always going to change and evolve, and those statements, yeah, are going to change, right? What Fauci said a year ago is going to be different than what he's saying today because of the different things that we have learned, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. that's the camp that I always try and, and go with. And, and in terms of, like, sometimes I, I try to think about motivation, right? Like, what's the motivation for people within this community to lie or say something that's untrue? Um, you could argue big pharma and money and that sort of thing. But like, I think those are questionable motivations, right? Versus somebody in politics, our political leaders, who they have a ton of motivation to lie, right? Political mm -hmm. power and influence. And those are big, big things. So that's my two cents on that, that topic. <laughs> Go ahead for your... <laughs> No, 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 no. It, it, it's fine. And I don't want to go down that crazy rabbit hole because that could be in the topic, a whole discussion in itself. But actually, to go back to your earlier statement on the mask stuff, I feel like the U.S. It's going to be kind of split down the middle. There are going to be people that might take it more seriously, probably a lot like the liberals, the millennials, the new generation of people, right? The older people are going to be more stubborn, like, nah, like I survived the Korean War, blah, 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 blah. Like, they're going to be done to take it seriously. I remember back in college, there was a small handful of students that they always wore a mask. And I don't know if it was because they were sick 
maybe they want to lessen the amount of like bad air quality they were breathing in. I don't know, but I always remember seeing the great same group of students and mind you, they probably don't even know each other. I'm just saying they walk around campus, right? Randomly. And they always wore a mask. And I always thought that was weird. Um, I was like, I mean, there's nothing going around. It's not like we got a measles spreading right now or whatever, but I was like, whatever. So I feel like for the most part, Americans are not going to wear a mask. I feel like the culture were too prideful. We're too like pro liberties kind of thing, you know, you know, <laughs> kind of like give me liberty, give me death kind of thing. And we've clearly seen that in some places in the US. Like, no, like <laughs> I don't wear masks. The same reason why I don't wear underwear. Things need to breathe. And I'm just like, oh my God, like there are people out there like that. Oh man. So I, I think a lot of people are going to want to go back to that in terms of like, I don't, I'm done wearing a mask. Forget it kind of thing. Yeah, and like like wearing masks in in some other countries, um, I, I don't want to specifically label countries because I I feel like I'd, I'd be too ignorant on the topic. But I do mm -hmm. know, and I want to say like Japan, that that's a big thing, right? Maybe even mm -hmm. uh, South Korea, where where it's like if you are if you're sick, you wear a mask, and it's not to protect yourself, you know, as 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 we Americans have learned, masks are not to protect yourself; they're to protect other people. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just like bidets right <laughs> bidets are not popular here in the united states mm -hmm. um but they're they're popular all over europe right uh, yeah it's definitely a cultural difference yeah absolutely and, and this were like i hope after covid right we we adopt some of those those uh those trends and there's there's going to be that group of people right we all know that group of people we don't need to label that group of people but we know them they're not going to wear masks because they they just don't want to right um and that that's one of the 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 beautiful and terrible things about the united states is that we have these groups of people and you know what they're free to do what they want right like not yeah. not them in particular but like us as a whole as the united states we're free to do what we want and we're free to have different opinions and that's great but then you have people who take it really far and and it's like yeah it, that's a whole thing mm -hmm. and I, I could go on about you know stuff but uh you had earlier points that i, that I was going to touch on and, and i've completely forgotten them but yes the, <laughs> i i agree i i'm ready to go back to normal and you know i would i really do want our because you kind of touched on like the political landscape and, and where how it's been for the past you know especially the past year uh, the, the the election year here in the united states um man i i do just want to i don't even want to say go back to when things were civil because that was before my time you know i grew up uh my my political journey started with the obama administration um which i feel like was definitely one of the and that's like as social media started growing and and my mm -hmm. connection to the world as i started to explore the internet and growing up as it was growing you know things got really heated and so i i've sort of grown into like you know we have different opinions and that's that's cool right like that that's fine yeah. you and i have had many civil discussions where we like are on opposite ends of just opinions right and that's fine and that's cool and we need to move towards that like we can coexist we just have different ideas with how we think the economy should be run, with how the United States should be run. And, and you know, 
Yes. And that's, there, there are so they're like there are difficult things that we have to talk about when it comes to you know maybe compromises, right? And, and like especially when you start talking about opposite sides of the fence with like some people think you should have the right to do this and other people don't and that's where things get really difficult because when you feel like your thing that you like to do is being taken away you get defensive right mm -hmm. but again we need to compromise and, and a lot of politics i'll end my rant real quick in a minute a lot of <laughs> politics right now is uh just slandering the other side right yeah. and like it's literally just like oh this person you know this democrat said this to me and they're an a-hole or this republican said this to me they're an a-hole or like literally if you go on on twitter don't go on twitter if you go on twitter and you look at like people tweeting politics it's literally just people slandering specific politicians all the time or slandering you know the uh, x label left or x label right you know it's like can we please go back to actually talking about like just different policies and stop the yelling i, I know i just yelled but you know <laughs> like stop the yelling just too much of that anyways sorry i'll get off my soapbox now you know goodbye no, no, no. <laughs> it's all good dude but no you brought up an interesting thing that actually did come to mind especially last summer uh going back to the whole thing of like riots right and like like black lives matter and what happened to george floyd right all, all that stuff so i remember there's this weird trend that started coming out after that this whole thing of like hashtag black black lives matter and mind you for those watching listening i don't have a problem with the concept of black lives matter i i don't have a problem with that pro-life anybody that that's me what i'm getting at is that there is this whole thing going around where people were unfriending people on Facebook, Instagram, like, oh, if you have a different opinion of me, we can't be friends. If you don't think pro-life this, we can't be friends, blah, 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 blah. And it was this whole thing or like unfriend me, whatever. And I was like, this is so odd. Like, when do we get to the point in civilization to where we couldn't have a difference of opinion regardless if it was right or wrong like how you were saying like you and i have had differences in, in opinion we were civil about it doesn't mean that we're gonna not be friends anymore um but this became a whole thing like oh you're out of my life you're out of my life blah blah blah, blah. and it actually happened to me um and i told you about this i don't know if you remember i had temporarily shared a video about how people were making certain statements um, on the issue at hand. One person commented with a gif, like, like, sigh. And then that was it. That was the only comment, no discussion. And I was like, I wonder if they're going to unfriend me. I checked my friend list and sure enough, they unfriended me. And I was like, wow, like this just happened to me. Didn't make a big deal about it when about my, my life, but it, it still, it just goes to show you that like, it became this whole thing of just like, you have a difference of opinion, that's it, we can't be friends. And it was just so shocking because I remember a time, like you said, that things were civil. Why couldn't we just have a normal conversation of difference of opinion and that's it? Like you have your opinion, you have mine, let's, let, we can still be friends kind of thing. 
And it made me a little bit more conscientious of, you know, being around certain people where I'm just like, I was afraid to say certain things because I didn't want to start a, a heated debate when before that wasn't the thing. Like, I didn't have to worry about that. And it's just, it's sad. I want to go back to like how you said to that time where we could be friends and, you know, we could be on different sides of the fence for sure. You know, there are certain things that you want to avoid, for example, like, you know, certain individuals that are like, I don't know, just, just throwing an example out there. Like maybe they're part of the KKK, like for sure. You don't want to be affiliated with that, with that group of people, you know, for obvious reasons, but in general, like you could have a normal discussion, a normal relationship with certain people. So it's sad, man. I want to go back to, like you said, where a time where all this stuff wasn't in your face and it's hard because we are now in a more of an interconnected world with cell phones and news. It, all that information is right on our fingertips, right on our face, start of the day. And I think that's what pisses off a lot of people. Subconsciously, they don't even know it. That's why I really want to disconnect from Facebook because it is so aggravating to see all this stuff, you know, just like Trump this, Biden that, BLM this, uh, vaccine that like i'm just tired of hearing and seeing all this drama i just want to go back to just like having fun you know the news is just in the background you know yeah it's they're playing on a tv maybe at school or in the office space but you're not really paying attention to it that, that that's it like i don't want to get involved but i can't that's all we see now and i'm just tired of it yeah and uh that's <sighs> Yeah, it, the reason why people, I feel like, will just, like, unfriend somebody uh, or, you know, remove somebody from their life because of a difference of political opinion is because that's easy, right? I mean, we, we always want to strive to be comfortable, and we're most comfortable with people that think like us. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody, especially somebody you know, who all of a sudden is like, oh, hey, you know, I have this opinion uh, and it differs from yours, then the easiest thing is to just remove that person from your life. Um, you don't have to, there's no arguing, there's no, there's no nothing. There's just like, and that could honestly be a problem with how we've been raised throughout our lives, right? Because a lot of the times, at least for me, it's been like, if you, if you have like a disagreement with somebody or whatever, it's like, it's not worth arguing, like just walk away right? Um, it's not worth hurting each other over something so trivial. So just walk away, you know, like, like, if, like, don't start a fight, like, like a physical fight, like, just, just walk away. That's the easy solution. But now we focus so much on this idea of just walk away. And we have not reinforced this idea of like, well, no, wait, talk it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that when you and I talk about our disagreements, I understand your position more I still disagree with it, but I understand where you're coming from and it's no longer vilifying that position, right? So like, let's talk about, um, you know, you talk about there's certain groups that you shouldn't associate with and that I agree, right? Like I, I wouldn't want to be friends with a white supremacist, right? Just that's terrible. That's wrong. I, I think most people in society can agree with that. Um, but there's a difference between a white supremacist and somebody who says all lives matter, right? Mm-hmm those two are not the same and i think people jump to that conclusion too often although i personally disagree 
with the 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 counter to black lives matter which is all lives matter i disagree with that that whole thing but people who say all lives matter they're not white supremacists like that is such a far leap you know Mm -hmm. um and, and so immediately like removing those people from your life all we're doing is we are reinforcing this divide between people we are reinforcing this society that we live in where if you have a difference of political opinion you are you're the enemy right we're Mm -hmm. literally like on two different sides and that's not what we should be doing we should be you know having conversations and being like well why do you think this way you know okay well i think like this because of this you know and maybe we can compromise or like yeah we just disagree and that that's fine right uh because as long as we're not getting to that point of you know the arguably one of the ultimate evils of our world right uh where you know we're talking about like genocides and that sort of thing as long as we're not getting to that point we're all people we just disagree on things right we're individuals like that's that's how we operate like not everybody's gonna think the same and one side is not so extreme to the other right like all lives matter they're not white supremacists right and Black Lives Matter is not saying that only Black Lives Matter, right? That the, these are far-reaching conclusions that people are reaching because they're not talking to each other. They're not really discussing the issues at hand because they're uncomfortable conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to go to my my family gathering and start talking about Black Lives Matter because that's an uncomfortable conversation, right? Especially if you disagree. Because these are people that you 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 love and, and like they're your family, right? Or they're your friends. And to learn that you have a different opinion is kind of difficult, right? And so you just don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, or with other people, right? That strangers that you don't know, it's easier just to let them go and to not not have these conversations, you know. I think it's okay to agree to disagree, but I think you need to have that dialogue and that helps to humanize everyone's point of view. It's really easy as somebody who maybe supports and I'm using black lives matter and all lives matter because this is something that, you know, kind of uh, a conversation that I think feel like everybody kind of understands right now. Right. This is like strong tensions and, and whatnot. Um, and I hope I'm, uh, explaining myself, uh, properly. Uh, but, um, and I totally forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> but I was going to, I was going to make, make a point about, uh, clearly I'm just on a, a train and it's going. And if, if I diverge a little bit, it's just completely off path. Um, I think it's safe to say that in all that we all have differences in opinion, beliefs, and we can grow to accept that we may not hold the same beliefs like you know you and i can have different beliefs one way or another right but at least we can accept each other for those differences like one example i always went to was like well that person's a christian that person's a catholic they have different beliefs for, for in some ways right but they can accept each other right like we, we live in a country where we accept anyone from all walks of life that we have those laws in place that anyone can come in. You can write to express your yourself, you different religions, all that stuff. Why can't we do that in, other, in, more, in more ways, right? Like that's what we've been doing. And then suddenly in the past year and a half, that just did a complete 180. What happened? Yeah. And 
kind of i think i remembered what i was gonna say it's like if you take those two groups right the black lives matter and all lives matter and you conversate about what those two ideologies are what they what they mean like they both mean the same exact thing you know black lives matter means that like yes black lives also matter right because this group of people they they feel like and again it's not my place to you know say whether this is true or not uh you know they feel like they have been uh pushed to the side yeah they've been oppressed um and 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 they're not faking it like that they this is how they feel right and then the other group is like well we believe that everybody is equal we we don't feel like we've been oppressing you so you're wrong right like okay you're not wrong but like that like they're both sending the same message like we all want to be equal right Mm -hmm. the goal of black lives matter uh is uh to you know we we want to be equal we want to work towards equality right all lives matter believes the same thing it's just too but, but but when you tell somebody that like no actually we're not all equal right well that side is like well wait what do you mean no of course we are we, we've been equal right um we are i cover our local city council meetings and i've heard this expression a few times and i love it it's like uh we're all uh we're all uh, like rowing in the same we're on the same boat but we're uh, we're all rowing in different directions but we're on oh i botched this so much there was some expression <laughs> about you know we're we're all rowing in the same direction but we're on like different boats right you know mm-hmm. sort of thing uh so like we're all going the same way but we just we have different ways of of going about it here um, here's a here's a different one for you x-men professor x and magneto they want better rights for mutants and, and that's the easiest way to say it and they're doing it in two completely different ways professor x is more civil about it magneto is more extreme about it <laughs> yeah uh and as we kind of close this topic or near the end and i get off of my soapbox i do want to just uh say that uh i apologize if i didn't eloquently or properly describe the, the situations of these two groups uh because of course i i am not of either i i am not a, a black individual I, I know there's so many more complexities to the black lives matter movement and i'm sure all lives matter also have their different viewpoints so if i did not properly express those viewpoints i do apologize shame Anyways, on you, just, just, just want to cover the, the the basis because again it's really easy to maybe take what i said and if you misheard it or if i said something wrong maybe out of ignorance or i just didn't know to to be like wow this guy's an asshole you know sorry well, like, grandma. like sorry like, <laughs> like like i said you know at the end of the day just expect each other you know the, the one thing that always comes to mind with how my mom taught me one thing was like treat others the way you want to be treated like respect others the way you want to be respected kind of thing just treat everyone fine treat other treat others like a human being regardless of what they look like where they come from you know we all got problems you know where none of us are perfect and that way we can all just get along you know that that sort of thing let's just get back to that and i think we'll be fine i think yeah treat others how you want to be treated and i would also add recognize that everybody is different and has different history Mm -hmm. you know because my history is different from your history which is different from a lot of other people's history both personal and with just our groups of people and be and like i think it's really important to be open-minded to just because you didn't experience something doesn't mean that another group didn't, right? And just because you don't see something doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'll close out that topic there. <laughs> um, 
and I hope I eloquently describe my points of view in my my train of just going. Uh, Dom, you've been wanting to talk about this topic for a long time, and every episode we we, we never <laughs> we never get to it. Um, and although we could talk about politics this entire episode, and this will probably be titled the political episode, um, because what we do we, we don't try and avoid politics, but we also just like we don't want to touch on it that often, right? Uh, we're nerds. Yeah. We like to talk about all the nerdy stuff going on in the world. Yeah. Um, I am glad we have this discussion, though, and I, and I hope anyone who listens to this, whether they're family members, people we know, strangers, you know, uh, kind of understand. Anyways, uh, I love you, Grandma. I, if you've made it this far, you might not have, but my, you can listen to this sometimes, so there you go. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh or hello any other family i've i've just i've i have discovered that my family listens to the show uh it started with my grandma and then i think my mom listens to it sometimes uh which is just it's funny i don't know how far they make it they probably don't make it this far into the episode but if you did i'm sure you'll tell me next time i see you i just Tommy, grandma and mom <laughs> yeah hello family uh i'm sorry um <laughs> <laughs> but no, we wanted to talk about this for a long time, and we never get to it on on the episode. So we're gonna we're gonna close out this episode as we near we near the end already. Um, Dom, what do you want? What, what's the topic? I'll let you intro it and get in get into it. All right, let let me pull this out. Uh, I finally got. I finally started playing the new Pokemon Snap game. And this is a little poster that I got with it. It's a nice little map uh, side. And then this one is uh, more more glossy. Uh, but anyway, so this game I've been looking forward to for the past year uh, because it is... Dang, I am so out of focus, camera. What the hell are you doing? You got to turn on. off your autofocus, guy. I need to do that. Come on. Whatever, I'm going to keep talking. Maybe we'll readjust on its own. I don't want to try, like, zooming into that. Um, come on. Oh, man, this is so bad. I'm seeing myself right now on on the on the preview. God dang, that's so bad. Come on. It's all right. Whatever. Okay. Um, so, or I lost my train of thought. Yeah, Pokemon Snap came out a couple weeks ago, and a lot of old-time fans of the Pokemon genre... Um, have been looking forward to it because the original game Pokemon Snap came on the N64 like 20 years ago and this is like the second game in that kind of franchise if you want to say finally came out and it is a beautiful game it is such a peaceful game and they added so much more compared to the original there's like 200 plus Pokemon compared to this original 64 and you can there's so many different trails. There's different islands you can go to. You can go underwater. So many more Pokemon to interact with. And uh, it, it is just so peaceful. And it's really, really beautiful. I haven't beat it yet. I'm not sure how long it is. But there's considerably more to do this time around. And I think it's a nice sequel to the original. And... I don't know if they're planning on releasing any kind of DLC for it. I feel like they could implement a lot more Pokemon, a lot more routes in this in this game. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. But I, I think it was a, a really nice game so far. Cool. So you're, enjoy you're enjoying it. I, I can't... 
I can't I talk know. much about it. I'm not a Pokemon guy. Uh, I remember you 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 streamed uh, the other one, right? The the original, yeah, the original one, and uh, I think you you I don't know if they had announced it at that point. I think you said that you 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 want them to make another one, right? And so I think they had announced it already. Announced it. Okay, but I was under the impression that it was going to come out december like this past december but it came out uh the end of april so there was a bit of a, a delay there but yeah i streamed the original and if you watch yeah you watched some of it and it, it was so simple right like you just go down this this literally like a track and you're in this machine and you just t take pictures you like throw apples or whatever and you just interact with pokemon there in this game it's the same premise you're still going on this designated route in this similar machine but there's so much more going on around you. Like there's Pokemon that are sleeping, they're hiding, they're flying around. And you can, they added different things. Like instead of just traversing during the daytime, they add a nighttime element to, to each route. So then you see different Pokemon and also some similar, the same ones as the daytime, but they're doing different things. Like some are asleep, some are awake. There are some that are just actually just finally came out of hiding, that sort of thing. And you basically take photos and you're rated uh, kind of like stars. Like, uh, you know, this this photo is worth so many points because, like, the Pokemon is so large in the image. Are they center frame? What are they doing kind of thing? That was how the original worked. They brought that same scoring element here, but then they added more. Like, oh, so now you got to take up to four different types of images per Pokemon and there's, like I said, maybe like 250 Pokemon. So like four times 250, whatever that is. So it's like, okay, you need one star rating for each Pokemon. And one star is like a very basic star. Maybe they're just standing looking at you. A two star rating is like, maybe they're asleep. Maybe they're doing something different. A four star rating is because they're doing something really extravagant. Maybe they're doing a certain Pokemon move that, like, that, like, that looks so stunning. And you got to get them to do these different things. So it's like it really adds the replay factor in there to for you to try to do different things with each one. And so it's like, damn, I got to redo it. Got to redo it. Got to redo it. On top of there's so many Pokemon per track and there's two different modes. There's nighttime. There's daytime. Um, so there's a lot of more elements involved. And then still, there's like I think I locked like six or seven different tracks and like there's a beach element there's a, a water like ocean element and there's underwater there's a volcano area so it's just like there's so much to do and i'm not even done with it i don't even think i'm, I'm at the halfway point in terms of like even trying to 100 percent complete it so really they just pokemon 64 times 100 of things you can do cool well i'm glad you're enjoying it um you know not my kind of game but if you you enjoy it that that's great. Bring, brings back that nostalgia, you know, of, of the, the times past. I wonder, like, how many... How many... This is going to maybe be weird. How many people grew up from the original Pokemon Snap to grow up and be photographers because of that game? You know, it feels like, ah, mm -hmm. this game made me want to be a photographer. I just... I don't know if anyone... If that, you know, if the game was that deep that people would really, like, grow up to be a photographer because of that but uh yeah, it'd be a fun thing to to know it, it's funny that you mentioned that because like for me i'm a photographer i wouldn't credit the game to that but it's funny how that that turned out 
Um, and maybe there were for people that grew up with that game like me and they wanted to be a photographer because of it. Um, that would be great. And then this this game is just a, a nice sequel. It's like, oh, like, let me try out new things, right? And I feel like, you know, even with me, I wanted to try to do like rule of thirds. Uh, let me try to get certain shots, right? And, you know, the game doesn't really adhere to actual photography skills. It's more like, the Pokemon ideally should be center frame and the bigger the Pokemon is, the better. <laughs> and just like, that's not always the case, but all right. <laughs> they, they should have like a, a simple mode and an advanced mode. An advanced mode is like using actual uh, techniques. It's funny when games do that. Uh, there's, what game is it? There's a, there's a game. It might actually, no. I'm trying. So there, there's some games out there, like some open world games where you can, you can hunt animals right mm -hmm. and I, I i have experience in that in that realm right so i i understand where you're supposed to shoot an animal in order to like like the best place to shoot an animal right best place to do it for those that don't know uh is like basically behind their shoulder uh so if you, if you imagine if a human was walking on four legs you want to do it like behind the arm because that's where the heart is right it's where your heart is where there is as well um and so i'd be playing this game where you have to like hunt deer as like just a, a, on a random mission and they're like yeah shoot it in the head i'm like you don't. Know, it's not how hunting works you, you don't want to shoot it in the head <laughs> if, you know it's just like ah you, you missed the mark a little bit there but what whatever i hit, I hit my desk um anyways that, that's it's funny when when you know about a particular field and a game has you go and do that thing and they're like completely wrong. It's such a little, little detail too, you know, but yeah. But then again, for something like, like photography, right. You know, they're, they're implementing, I guess you can say a lackluster AI element that's grading your photos. So how is it going to know exactly like what's good or bad? Cause at the same time, it's all subjective, right. You know, I'll give, I'll give, that uh but still i would like to be able to take those kind of photos in this game and still get a nice score out of it. it's like oh well you know you had it in this corner it, it would have been nice if the pokemon was center frame like oh man no no that, that's not what i want man but whatever it is what it is but then there are other things where um let's say a pokemon does a fire attack and i take that shot right in that moment I'll get a comment from a character in game that says, "Oh, like you took that shot right at, at the at the perfect moment," and that's a real thing um, in, uh, in life where it's just like you're waiting for that opportune moment, you take that shot, perfect timing, right? Like uh, soccer, you know, playing soccer, you get the goal right there or whatever, right? Like that is a thing in real life. Like that's at least in there. Um, geographic, just like sitting in a bush for twelve hours yeah. just to take a picture of a bird, you know, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, and then some other things too. They added with this that there's an online element where you can share specific photos out into the web, and other players can comment, they can like it, whatever to certain photos. Um, I really don't mess with that. I probably added one photo and I got like 200 likes for it, but I'm like, eh, I try not to get too involved with that. But that's cool, you know. People want to have that multiplayer, uh, not really multiplayer, but anyway, this interconnected Social. element to the game yeah. social element there you go yeah that's there for those people that want it and that's cool the, the solution is 
because the AI doesn't understand the rule of thirds. It doesn't understand what makes a good photo. Which I mean, what makes a good photo is what people like. It doesn't matter. It's all subjective, right? You don't have to follow yeah. any rules. It's just whatever looks good. Anyways, they should send each photo to Nintendo and have it manually reviewed by a person before you get your rating. Right. Anyways, uh, it's actually funny thinking about the the social aspect of that game that you just mentioned, and I'm like. I wonder how many of those likes are just fake, you know, like like the, the Nintendo just like gives you some likes here and there to make it seem like you're getting people to actually see it, to make you want to use it more, you know, the whole rigged thing. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. But all right, uh, that's that's going to bring bring it to the to the end today. Uh, we didn't get oh, to the you want to keep going, Jeff? <laughs> no. I don't. I got stuff I got to do today, uh, but it's fine. We uh, we didn't talk about the bad batch today, but we can talk about it next week uh, with hopefully Christians back, um, and we can talk about last episode and then the episode that will have come out at that point, unless we have to pre-record it. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, you can follow us on social media at Digital Century C on all the things: Twitch, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All the platforms we're not active on, as we should be. Um, <laughs> and yeah, of course, you can find the, these uh, episodes on YouTube and on your favorite listening platform if you just want to listen to the audio instead of looking at our lovely faces. Uh, I think that that's all. I'm, I'm Jeff. I haven't done the podcast in like a week, and I already forgot how we normally close the show. I'm a Jeff. And this has been Dom. Honestly, you do a lot better job than I do at, at hosting a podcast, so good job. I just, I just, I just ramble. <laughs> it's, it's different every time. It, it uh, works. Yeah. Uh, Dom, what are the, what are the closing remarks to, uh, to this episode? Also, thank you to all the people watching live. I, I see you in the chat. I know we haven't acknowledged it too much, but uh, we appreciate you. But what are the closing words for, uh, for today? Be nice to one another. That's all I gotta say. I like it. We will see you guys in the next one. Let me make sure I have the right actual transition on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in the next one. Have a good rest of your day.